Hey, welcome to the Impact Podcast by Youthopia. Join me in meeting the youth of Singapore who are making a positive impact to the world around them. Our guests for today are Afika and Elfie. Afika and Elfie are the co-founders for Theatre Musical Collective, which is TMC for short. At TMC, they organise workshops as well as Malay dance and musical theatre performances for all ages. TMC first began as a collective back in 2017 and produced a Malay musical called Glam, telling the story of Kampong Glam, which had five sold-out performances. Following their success, the company was officially established in August of 2020. So, hi guys. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, hello. Hi. Happy to have you guys here. <laughs> so, our topic of discussion for today is pursuing a passion in the arts and kind of establishing what the relationship is between arts and culture. So, I think just to start off our conversation, share with me a little bit more about the motivation behind starting TMC, what it does and what are some of the musical theatre performances that you guys you guys have organized. Hi, I'm Elfie, uh, and I'm the director of Theatre Musical Collective. Uh, how it started off, um, as you mentioned, we we wanted to have like a platform for musical theatre, especially in the Malay uh, industry. It's uh it's something that uh is not readily available. Mm. Uh, so that's when um I decided like in order to create a platform for that uh, myself, so that such opportunities will be available for the future. Yeah, mm. um, it's based on my personal interest in musical theatre itself. And I think there is a lot of stories that can be told through this platform. And it's called a collective because it's a basically a, a space, a safe space for anyone uh, or whoever wants to like uh, get together to put up a performance basically or any kinds of like uh, art shows or anything that you can think of uh, Maybe it's something that we would like to pursue and and create something together, yeah. And maybe Fika will share more about um the shows that we have put on in the recent years. <laughs> Hi everyone, uh, I'm Fika, the arts and admin manager of TMC. So um recently um like when we first started um TMC right back in uh, August last year so we had this um one poetry project so it's got poetry fractured but not broken so it's basically um based on um Malay folklore princesses and how um the stories that um they have all like shown back in the days like it's not brought back to like this era this um yeah season so uh for this that project uh we combine it the folklore Malay princesses and also the um current Disney princesses so like example we had um Putri Bidasari one of the characters one of the main characters and it was collect with um Snow White right if I'm not wrong. Yep. Yes, no white. Yeah. So the stories that um they have in um the movies or like the um yeah is like um most probably similar. Yeah. And then we also had oh for the poetry we had uh we did digital phase one. So phase one, um, due to the COVID restrictions, we can't go to the stage pro- uh, production. So uh, we decided to go phase one, phase two, phase three. So phase two and phase three were most probably um, pushed and postponed forward um, to early of next year, February, most probably. Yeah. 
And then um, after that, we had uh, Mekah Mewangi, right? Yeah, Mekah Mewangi was also a digital production. It was um, a collaboration with um, two other groups. Eh? One, oh, one. Sorry, yeah, one. Uh, yeah, Atrika Dance Company, okay. yes. And then we had Pertama, which um, Elfie produced. And then um, it's we... Actually, let me just elaborate more yeah. about Pertama. Pertama mm-hmm. is actually uh, another set of collaboration with a different set of collaborators. Um, it was uh, with a theatre group from uh, Nian Polytechnic and also a, um, a semi-active, I would say, um, theatre group in Singapore called Wan Pelangi. So um, how it came about is um, they wanted to stage it as part of a project in school, but then due to the COVID restriction, uh, it wasn't possible. So this is like one of those projects that I mentioned whereby we created that platform for them, for them to showcase what they wanted. So we got together and see how we could find fundings uh, and to support them and basically put on the dig- dig- digital show. <laughs> yeah. So that was what happened. So that is basically what we have been busy with in the recent I know, we yes. missed one uh, production, the Raikan Tari Lebaran, which oh, was pretty yes. <laughs> uh, recent. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was yeah. in 12 June, right? Yeah, yeah a day... Eh, a day after Raya so it was basically on um, celebrating Hari Raya because we can celebrate so we mm. bring in like on stage digitally mm. yeah so that's what we've been working on lately <laughs> interesting I'm curious to I want to touch on a point that you Alfie mentioned that you said that you know I think like it's not like you can't really find prior to creating like this you mm. couldn't really find a platform that does the same thing mm. I guess my question is why is it important to to kind of um create this space where arts and culture can be explored and also like um yeah like I guess because I think a lot of what you guys do is to touch on like heritage as well right mm-hmm. so why is it important for us to create such spaces yeah um I feel that um Singapore is a um a country which is very diverse with many many cultures uh and and we Personally, I would say I always question what is my history and mm. and and if I'm talking about Malay history as a Malay person, uh, my history could go all the way back before Singapore. But what what kind of uh, history do I refer to mm-hmm. personally, and and where do I set my roots? Uh, it's always the question: what where is my roots? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I feel that um, in search of that. Uh, that's when I started to ex- delve more into culture and, and that's where I kind of find a sense of identity and a sense of belonging and, and I feel that that is what culture and dance have done for me and, and it has made me the person that I am today which I am very happy um, to be pursuing my passion and I feel that uh, this is a way of me giving back mm. uh, to, to give uh, the youngsters or the younger ones, the next generation, or an opportunity to find themselves and explore and also grow and pursue what they love. Mm. Yeah. Is it the same for you, Africa? Yes, yep. <laughs> Most, mostly the same. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So it's interesting because I think for a lot of you guys, I mean, uh, for, for Singaporeans, I think in general, it's difficult to, because you guys are artists as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult to make a living out of like, dance, music, theatre, which are the three things that you guys do. So I think it's because of a lot of reasons. One is that we have a practical society, right? There's low priority in 
giving like importance to like arts and culture. Mm. Um, yeah, I think what are your having being in this space? What are your opinions about like that stereotype, and why do you guys still choose to pursue like a full career in the arts? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's not wrong to say that in Singapore, like in our country itself, because we don't have the uh, full-fledged support from the government. Like what we have currently is like um, grants that we mm-hmm. can apply for for all of our projects. Like we don't have like... Um, um, usually like for other countries they have like a full-time performing artist like for us mm. Singaporeans we don't have it so uh, we are most basically uh, self-employed freelancers I think there are some companies that does art full-time yeah. but the number is small um, and they are also like self-start mm. yeah it's not a government body per se like in some countries uh, like for example in Malaysia there's a lot of uh, government bodies that uh, does the culture itself and, mm-hmm. and organize all these um, kinds of like performances and, and promotions. Uh, the Back to the question why uh, still um, regardless of the difficulties, why, why we want to continue to pursue this is uh, I would say that um, it is something that uh, is fulfilling at the end of the day and, and you see growth and I find that uh, it is important for everyone to uh, always look back on a journey uh, because we all have different starting points and we also uh, do not want to be stagnant. Yeah, uh, I think I've met a lot of individuals who, who gave up on their passion and says that like their life isn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when you, you have your basic needs uh, with, and then after that, you go on to leave your career and then you don't have that uh, additional thing that makes you think that living your day worthwhile. Mm. Uh, it sounds like a dream, but <laughs> I think it is something that everybody should have, mm. uh, regardless uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Mm. And on, I guess that on that note, has choosing to pursue that feeling has it been challenging for you guys? Very challenging. I mean, like it's all back falls back to uh, our passion. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Um, doing what we love and what Elfie mentioned just now, like um, doing a career um, feels like it's not a job for you, mm. yeah, which is fulfilling for us. Like it's it's a it's the good feeling that we have every it's time we do a project. To wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the uh, repetitious uh, wake up, go to work, go home, sleep, and repeat. Mm. So it's like even though like we have to do all the admin stuff, back end work of the project, it's much more tiring for us. We we feel, but it's the fulfillment that we have, the good feeling. Yeah. Mm. And how also uh, how we can provide opportunities and how it affects others as well. Mm. So, uh, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, do what makes your heart happy. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I think it's very clear that you guys have a very big love for the medium as well as like the performance like scene. But I think as I, I come back to the point that I mentioned just now about how, you know, like I think arts and culture is not given as much as a, of a priority in our society, right? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do y'all help um, your audiences or you know people in your circles or outside your circles recognize that this is important because I think a lot of times people see it purely as like a form of entertainment you know then they just 
yeah, like, I'm bored on the weekend, I'll go and watch, like, a show. But, like, I guess like, my question is, like, what is the value of arts beyond that? And how do you help them see this and recognise this? Mm, I think it, it is something that is um, faced by not just us, but also, like, pioneer generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to uh, education uh, in schools, basically. So, we are also art educators in school. So, we teach... Uh, the art form in schools and and we try to work with the teachers and the schools as partners to um, create spaces and also opportunities for students to understand. So we do arts appreciation programs for for them to introduce themselves to the art form and then uh, we also do um, specific programs like for example Malay dance uh, to um, like get those talented students to want to pursue passion, the passion in it and also to tell them that it is possible. Mm. And and from there, uh, I feel that personally, I would also want to garner the support for, of their parents. So creating performances for the kids, having, um, for example, now even the performances are done digitally, we will record it and make sure that the parents have access to it to see, oh, my kids have progressed uh, and, and this is what it has done. So in terms of arts education, I would say it doesn't only teach um, the student about just technical uh, ability like dancing and moving uh, as much as um, being fluid in movement and knowing your body. So all those things come into uh, dance per se itself and also knowing uh, oneself. So being aware of um, the surrounding, being aware of uh, people having um, emotions and all those that make us human. So I would always say arts humanize the humans mm. in a way. So uh, we, we kind of, there's a lot of things that we can learn from the arts itself. So it's a very beautiful thing. And, and if we delve deeper into it and we will see like, uh, and, and that's what we will continue to do to um, educate and also um, like share so that people um, see there is a need and a space for it in the future. Yeah. I guess like in your, in the few years that you guys have done this, right, has there been like a, like any positive feedback or have you all seen like maybe um, your initiative like moving your community or like helping yeah, like gaining awareness in like the like for 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 um the Malay community in terms of like understanding their culture and history a bit better. Has there been like a yeah like a change? Mm, I think I um just take the instances of our first big uh, musical project, which is uh the the history of Kampung Gelam. If you know, uh, it's actually a very uh historic space uh near Bugis area there, mm. and and it has um uh, it's one of the biggest uh, I would say um, history of Singapore basically um, especially for the Malay culture so a lot when I go around asking like uh, okay we go to Kampung Glam Cafe okay let's hang out and and ask okay so do you guys know about this space and its history I'm asking my friends around my age no Mm. and then I ask my students no so that's when I was like thinking okay how how is it uh, that we can tell uh, a a place history and what 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 kind of platform because there's always a tour you know that mm. someone can take if they want but 
who wants to be a tourist in your own country mm. unless you are forced to like right now, it's right? It's true. Like, you know those, like, <laughs> when you go like primary school, secondary school, then they bring exactly. you on those like, and even <laughs> those, it, things. It, I think they are, they are improving on it, but yet, it is still something that is, you know, sometimes you, the kids complain about the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they, they don't like walking and stuff like that. So we provide an alternative. Uh, you sit down for like one and a half minute show and, and, and one and a half hour show. <laughs> show that's a short show. Yeah. Uh, so they, they get to uh, hear about the history and we, we made it as interesting as possible because we had the word play of like the word glam and glam. So, uh, the word glam actually uh, comes from the tree, the pokok glam, uh, which is uh, the glam tree. Uh, or its scientific name is Meleduka kajuputi. Mm. Yeah. So, even in telling the scientific name of the plant inside the uh, musical itself, there's a song called Meleduka kajuputi. Mm. So, it, instead of just like telling them, okay, so the tree scientific name is Meleduka kajuputi. So, the characters are singing Meleduka kajuputi, Meleduka kajuputi. <laughs> so, it becomes very interesting, especially for the young ones and it attracts their attention. And I think it's true, it's catchy, right? Yeah, yeah. that's why I think that the attraction is there, especially for uh, primary and secondary school students. That's why we managed to uh, have success for the show. And the teachers all um, and student feedback that they really enjoy the show. So, and then it's it becomes a memorable experience for them. Um, we also had like uh, graphics and also videos uh, put up. Um, by uh, Nanyang Poly students. Uh, so that's another collaborative platform that we somehow created uh, for their final um, year project. So that that was something interesting that I, I feel that we did at the start. And somehow we took the students or the audience through um, places and spaces in Kampung Gelam and told the whole story in one and a half hour, which I think is quite magical. Mm. Yeah. You guys have TMC as a platform to showcase like Malay culture and increase awareness and appreciation for your culture and heritage, right? I think the question is, um, you guys definitely have made an impact in within your communities, but do you also envision TMC to be a platform that can foster better understanding of like Malay culture and heritage among different groups of Singaporeans who have attended like your performances? Yeah, um, mostly for our projects, uh, we were uh, put into consideration in um, including the interracial or the other races so they can also enjoy and watch our projects and understand what the project and also the culture is all about. So, um, like for example, for every of our projects, we were include in subtitles like host, example, host was will will speak um in english and also in malay so there's like split like mm. the scripts they have they will split it and then we will also include subtitles in case they don't understand or they can't catch up yeah so and then we will also include like um use and then from school so for schools basically they already have like a different races right and then schools and publics and then yeah mostly basically just like that lah. but we are also looking into more of including other races to enjoy our projects mm. yeah. or also be involved in it mm. yeah, which would, is most important would you say now, now is primarily of Mal- mostly Malays um, yes yeah mm. but we're looking into it mm. in the future mm. yeah <laughs> Just to add, I think we just did a recent audition mm. uh, and there were 
cast who audition for uh, roles in our upcoming musicals and uh, who are non-Malay and we yeah. were ex- very excited to receive uh, such applicants and uh, we would encourage people, anyone mm. basically who are interested in the platform to come and join us. As long as they have the passion to do it, then mm. they can just join us. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> so I think the arts is definitely you know a platform that can help promote a deeper understanding of culture. I guess zooming out of like arts and touching on the topic of like culture, I think a lot of people perceive like, you know, culture to be a thing of a past, right? And I think that for like our younger generation, it's very easy to not be interested in it or like to not question like, where did I come from? And like, what's my history like? Where are my roots? And I think it's quite a, I feel like it's quite a unique thing for people to, for you to question that, I think. So I guess why is it important for us to be more in touch with that aspect of our lives? If it's not the younger generation or like us passing down the cultures and mm. um, the history of what we have in our culture to the younger generations, then I think the culture that we have will just poof mm. in the air. Like they won't know. So it's our job. I mean, it's our responsibility to pass over to them so they can understand, have more knowledge. And then it's their turn in the future, then it's their turn to pass down the culture and the knowledge to the youngest generation. Yeah. Just to add on, I think what we're talking about is both preservation and mm. also, um, I would say, growth mm. again mm. Uh, or advancement uh, or evolution. Yeah, so <laughs> all those those things taking into factor, it's, it's up to uh, us to balance it or to pick and choose because I feel that culture changes over time and, and it depends on what we think that uh, we want to preserve and what we want to keep. So if I'm sharing about my, uh, let's take an example, my journey as a choreographer mm. uh, in the industry, um, I get to pick and choose. But without the knowledge, there is nothing to pick from. Uh, mm. And and if I want to step out of uh, the norm, I can do that. But uh, what makes me unique again? So if I want to pursue something that is uh, readily available around the world, then what makes me different and what makes me uh, have a selling point at mm. the end of the day? So uh, what makes me unique as a choreographer? So knowing my history or knowing my culture allows me to pick and choose and then uh, choose where uh, what I want to keep and what I want to pursue further and what I want to change. So that that gives me uh, the, the liberty, the choice and also uh, the space to actually create anything that I want Yeah, based on what I know. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. knowledge is power at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of times it's very easy for like people of our generation or maybe not even our generation, I think like other generations, right, to not see this because we all live in like the we live within our society right there's no like we are not plucked out of 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 like our comfort circles and like our community so we don't see the need to like question our identity because everybody around us is the same right so i guess my question is how do you encourage i guess not only individuals from like uh from the malay culture but like other cultures as well right to yeah like check in with themselves and be like you know maybe this is something that I want to know more about. Like, maybe I should start questioning, you know, a bit more about my culture, my identity, my heritage. Yeah. At the end of the day, as much as we are in our uh, comfortable space or in our social space, um, we are humans who will always 
question who we are, mm-hmm. where we are at. And I think um, the reflective uh, kind of like um, way of living is, is, is a good one because we get to uh, look back and also improve on ourselves every day. Um, so it is something that if you dwell into yourself and ask yourself all this question at the end of the day, you will somehow or other get into that question mm. uh, regardless of um, your culture and heritage. And and the need of uh, self-belonging is, is definitely one of the human basic needs. Mm. So once you delve into that, you want to feel part of something, you will search for a reason to do something. And, and that's when I feel that uh, that is what culture will offer you. And, mm. and once you are rooted in that, I feel that you become stronger as a individual, as a person, and, and then you can move in any direction that you want to pursue. Mm, they will, I think they will want to know more once they hear or know about it. Yeah. I want to ask a bit more about, like for you guys and for TMC, what are the future plans and your future vision? Uh, yeah, and like what do you hope that the local art scene could look like moving forward? Uh, we envision to have um, bring in more talents, bring in more passions um, for people or the younger generations to join us in and then um, maybe if uh, put more passion in them and work together, uh, collaborate. Uh, I mean, yeah, so collaborate more so we can work hand in hand. So uh, we not only, uh, like for our organisation, we not only uh perform but we also produce on our own so mm. from there um, any talents that uh, wants to like learn producing work so they can just come on board with us and then learn together and maybe also learning we can learn together the upcoming project that we have uh, most probably in October and also November December so for October is um, Tua is still in progress mm. uh, still planning and then still um uh, process of submission of submitting of grants and then uh, for November and December it's a big dance festival that we want to combine three small projects into one dance festival and the process is like very short like three to four months only mm-hmm. and then with a lot of collaboration so uh, this dance festival is consists of um, dance competition and then um, what's the first one? Yeah, so dance groups uh, mm-hmm. where where we do some incubation Correct. of new works mm, for, yeah. which is more relatable to this generation of uh, Malay dance practitioner. Yeah. Mm. So uh, having said about like the upcoming projects, I feel that uh, like Fika said that TMC is um, not only a performing platform but it's also basically goes back to the root of uh, one one of the words in its name, a, a collective, uh, a community of uh, learners, basically. So what is uniquely to us is that once um, you somebody is in the project or the group of us is in the project, it's, it's not a one-way learning street. Um, for me, as the choreographer, I learn from the dancers because the dancers that come into the project also sometimes bring in their special special capabilities and experiences. So we kind of like build a learning community that uh, is able to share and learn from one another. So my hope and aspiration for Theatre Musical Collective is uh, not only to grow in its performing sector, but also as a 
uh, as a company whereby we are we have art managers, uh, producers mm. uh, who are capable to create more opportunities and <clears throat> spaces for everyone to enjoy the arts, appreciate it, and also learn. Mm. And of course, gaining support from the public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna yeah. ask <laughs> how how can we support you guys? I guess like how can the general audience tuning into this podcast like show support for you guys? Because I think you have a great thing going on, and like yeah. Uh, for us, we will always publicize our projects uh, on Instagram. I mean, you guys can follow us on Instagram. Uh, theater with a T3AT3R, musical with a Z, not S, and a collective. So, Theater Musical Collective. It's on uh, Instagram and Facebook. So, yeah, you all can um, follow us there and then uh, look up into uh, the future projects that we have and then support us from there. <laughs> yeah, and the best way of support, regardless of uh, small businesses, mm. arts organization, I think is to show up. Uh, I think showing up is something that uh, in the recent years, especially because of COVID, we, we kind of take it for granted. Mm. Um I'm seeing it also about showing up for people, mm. like for your friends and for your family. Um, we we kind of take those things for granted because of the space that is uh, being apparent and created right now due to the pandemic. So um, regardless uh, of what you feel that your friends are, are pursuing or in terms of the arts or something that they are passionate about, maybe a small business, uh, show up uh, and show your support. And, and that will make them uh, do it more and pursue it further in the future yeah cool okay I think we have reached the end of the episode we're good so thank you so much Africa and Elfie from Theatre Musical Collective for joining us music dance and theatre are beautiful platforms to express ourselves and we are very appreciative that you guys have joined us on this episode today so I think if you guys want to find them it's Theatre Musical Collective on Instagram Facebook and YouTube yes, yes. correct Cool. Mm. Thank you guys. Thank you for, Thank you for Yes. <laughs> this show was brought to you by Youthopia. This project showcases everyday Singaporeans that have made an impact in our society. Have someone in mind? Nominate that person at youthopia.sg forward slash impact. 